And welcome back, everyone. Hopefully you have gotten some much needed snacks. I guess they're much needed. I guess for me, snacks are always much needed. Uh, gotten some snacks and stretched your appendages. And we'll jump right back into our 70th episode of Casts and Cantors where we left off is where the group was trying to dig through some rubble of the, um, what appears to be the dwarven city here of Golmoldor. Um, which they have so far not seen anyone here. So, um, you all can begin, uh, digging some more here as you're trying to make your way through the rubble. And as I mentioned, it would take, um, several hours to do so. Um, it's well into the night now. Um, what sort of light are you going to be using to continue to work? Uh, Ryan, like a little, little campfire. Oh, fire's probably better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Warmth. Okay. I was like, who has the light spell? I do. I have one, but we'll do both. We'll do both. Actually, we'll do the fire and then we'll do a light spell to get a little extra light as well. Um, what are you casting light upon? Is it someone or something? A rubble. A rubble? Okay. A rubble. You or would someone like it on something they can wear on their head so it functions like a like a headlamp? No? I mean, I can see it's fine, but I'll do it on my diadem so I've got like a little headlamp. Sure. Um what color is your is your light? Uh a nice sunny a warm a warm color like the fire. Sure. Me. Does that mean there's a battle map? <gasps> what? Uh-oh. What? No. Uh-oh. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> battle, battle map. <laughs> no. Must be, must be cave troll. Who would do that? There's all sorts of scary things in caves. Zombies, skeletons, ghouls. Ghosts, all sorts of undead things. Very creepy. I'm just I listing off the things I hate. I am <laughs> definitely just listing off the things you hate. I'm just messing with you, Valkan. Yeah, so... Bears or dire wolves or... Uh... There aren't dire wolves inside a, a cave, are there? The well, I guess they have den. to sleep somewhere. Yeah, yeah I guess den. that's yeah. true. I guess that's true. I feel like we'd see signs if it was dire wolves. You know what I mean? Okay, so you've got I'm gonna feel your... anxious and I want to do an investigation check to look to see if there's any tracks. Any tracks? Well, mm, um, tracks. <laughs> before this happens, um, you just happen to hear what, what it sounds like. Uh, I don't know if it's someone like gasping for air <gasps> or or choking or what? something along those lines. Um, Brynn, you joke and now the joke is real. I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. Let's see here. Gasping um, for so air. So you hear it, it, it sounds like. <gasps> that sounds like a no sound for me. Ron is going to divine sense. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't go in there. All right. Too late. 
Remind me of divine sense again. Uh, what does it sense? 60 feet for fiends, demons, celestials, and undead. Thanks. Demons, fiends, celestials, and undead. When you use your divine sense, it is immediately apparent that you are not alone here. And with this light of the fire and lights from Bryn on her diadem, you see a figure emerging out of the rubble and it looks like that they are clad in just like rags and you see almost like a withered desiccated hand reach out towards you and as you look closer as you're digging right through this rubble and you see it reaching for, for you what you see is not a person it is a desiccated husk of a humanoid with a mouth that is elongated three to four times what's normal for a humanoid's mouth to be and it is gaping open and you can hear that this sound of uh, coming from it I would like for all of you to roll initiative behind me Velken and we will be I'm having like 10 yards behind you already <laughs> That is not gonna. Um, I. It is dark outside, but I you have would light like sources. To... Mm -hmm. That's such a sight. Uh, that I am gonna do roll twice for initiative, and I'm gonna take the lowest number. Very well. Amazing. Can you have an inspiration for that? Yes. Okay. Uh, Valken, what is your initiative? Seven. Seven. Ron. Also seven. Bryn. Fifteen. Okay. Up first, um, you hear another similar sound. Coming from this direction. It moves towards. I need to refresh the. You might need to. It moves towards Bryn. Yeah, I'm not seeing it either. If there's a battle map. Oh. Hold on, everyone else but you can see it. I'm sorry. <laughs> everyone but the players can see it. The most important go. to see. <laughs> uh, that's fine. <clears throat> Success. So it is nighttime currently. Uh-huh. Okay. I just want to make sure because it was pretty bright. It's because you have dark vision. <laughs> and there's light too. Okay. And there's light sources here. So this creature is going to reach out and... Uh, Try and use its withering gaze upon you, Bryn. And I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Okay, constitution. Plus three. Good at those. Plus three? Okay. Yeah, plus three. 16. Okay, 
you will take eight necrotic damage. Eight? Jeez. As, as, you, as this creature reaches out and then you turn to look at its hideous, grotesque form as it's just sucking air um, from the surroundings, making this horrible noise as its eyes, or what should be eyes, these gaping black holes lock onto you. Alrighty. And hey. Bryn, I have a question for you. Yeah. Are you going to continue to look at this creature or will you be averting your eyes? Uh, Like I got the feeling that looking at it was what did that damage to me? Absolutely. But yes, I will avert my eyes. For those of you keeping score, if you are averting your eyes, meaning you cannot see the creature, so if you are attacking it, you will be attacking at disadvantage. And I'm going to yell, don't look at it. Its eyes will suck out your soul. And then... <laughs> what about Ken? Is it my turn? I'm going to... It's your turn. Going to... Just attack it. Okay. With disadvantage. This is the cloaked looking one that does this? Mm-hmm. Okay. You saw go... one come from this direction, but there's another. But I'm going to go big brain energy. And gotcha. Is it an attack? Attack's not an ability check. Okay. That was a constant. That was a con saving throw. Mm-hmm. Then actually, I am going to look at it. I'm going to invoke my frost rune, which is carved in one of the runes on my belt. And that's going to give me advantage on con saving throws for the next okay. 10 minutes. Um, well. I'm also going to gain a plus two bonus to all ability checks. So I'm going to do that and I'm going to do that is a bonus action. So I can't do another bonus action, so I will just attack it, but I'm not averting my eyes. And I will so attack it with my javelin. So if you are not averting your eyes, I need mm -hmm. you to make a constitution saving throw. Okay. Even though I already made one. The, that was on its turn. This is not gotcha. your turn. Just checking. Uh, so that's going to be... A 14. Do I get Ron's bonus as well? Plus three. Yep. As long as you're 10 feet? 19, uh, actually. It'll be 19. Gotcha. 19. Okay. You will take... Damn. 20 psychic damage. What? For passing? <laughs> Did I not yes. pass? You passed. You were very lucky that you passed. Okay, okay, I was just kidding when I said avert your eyes, I meant really avert your eyes! Like, just close them forever! You do not need them. And then I'm gonna stab it with the javelin. Avert okay. them as then run away, maybe? Um, and then I'm gonna do... What the fuck? I'm gonna do... Uh... That's 14 to hit? 14 misses. Okay. Oh, my second really attack. To everyone. Actually, I'm going to attempt to shove it. Can I attempt to shove it? No, I have to hit first, don't I? So I'm going to do my second attack, and I'm going to hope I hit it. 
15? Uh, a 15 hits is what you need. Oh, thank God. Okay. I'm going to do... That's not a d6. I'm going to do three whole damage, but it does get a wound. And your wounds do necrotic damage? Yeah. It appears so it does probably not nothing. even phase it. Fuck. It is uh, immune to my javelin. And then I can I avert my eyes at, at the end of my turn? Or would that have been like a, uh, a free item interaction with my eyeballs? I don't know. But you, if it's possible, can, I'd like to avert can, my eyes. You can avert your eyes at the end. I just turn away from it. Oh, there's two of them. Yes, there are two. I don't turn away from it. Then I just close my eyes. Mm -hmm. All right. Bring closes your this. eyes. Uh, crawling out of the rubble here is um, almost like mummified remains, but they weren't mummified because of like some embalming process. They were mummified because they were frozen and were left somewhere here. So. This creature is going to go after Valken. Um, and Valken, it has not been your turn yet. Um, so I would like for you to make a constitution saving throw. Oh boy. A. Not great. Seven. A seven total? On a con save? Plus con? Three. Plus three from me. Oh, plus three from... And ten. <laughs> sure this is where we die, you guys. Um... So you had a, a ten total? Uh-huh. Take 15 psychic damage. Bryn, please add those 19 back to your HP. I misread something. So you add take 13 back? Yeah. It was 15 for me? 13 for you. 13. Or 15, you're right. It was 15. Yeah, I misread something for you, Bryn. I was looking over more closely, so. <clears throat> Do you remember what I took first first? Because I tried to fix that and it fucked it up. So all you need to do is add 19 hit points back to you, Bryn. I know, but I messed it up already. Do you remember what they did when they first showed up? It was like eight or seven or something. I have no uh, 20. idea. You took 20 necrotic damage. No, I mean before that. Oh, I think that was it. Wasn't no. it? Okay. I don't know. Sure. All right. So Valkyrie, um, that's what happens. Um, Let's see. Could I could I tell? Was did it come from the thing that's attacking now? This yes. Damage? No. It's from these. Okay. And this creature that's actually coming up to attack you now. Um, it is going to attack you with its fist. Um. And it is going to miss. And then I need you to make a wisdom saving throw with its other. I've been rolling really low tonight. 
see if this is better. Yeah. And I still have Ron's, Ron's thing works for this too. Yes. Any save you make while you're 10 feet next to me. So that's 17. Yeah, and you succeed. And I'm going to indicate something on you um, that you did succeed. Just so I know. All right, Falcon, it is your turn. Are you going to be averting your eyes from these creatures or no? From these two. Uh, yeah, I think uh, Falcon heard the warning from Bryn. And uh, is like looking down at his feet, if that's good enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, but he also feels the presence of the guy next to him. So I'm going to do a, this thing. Um, uh, that I just got for my new level. So Yeah, because you all are level 11 now. I, mean, I yeah, failed to mention yeah. that at the end of the last episode, but you're level that's 11. Right. So I'm at a disadvantage right now on attack rolls, right? Because yes. I'm okay. Well, I'm gonna use my drunkard's luck then <laughs> to and use two key points to make it so I'm not at a disadvantage on this attack roll. Very it's well. just a straight roll. And I wanna do it at the shambling mummy guy. Okay, go for it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I missed that one. What'd you roll? A one. Natural one, okay, yeah. Using a different D20 now. <laughs> <laughs> that one's retired. Yeah, normally that's my good one. Uh, okay. Man, that's only good for one roll, I think, too. Crap. Um, yeah, it is. That's not an efficient use of key point. Guess I'll take another attack at disadvantage. Go for it. It's gonna be another miss. What'd you roll? Um. It's nine plus three, so twelve. That hits. Huh? Uh, twelve hits. Okay. <laughs> nice. Oh wait, unless you're rolling that one, let, let me know. Oh, that's why I kept asking. Um, you so an eleven is what you need to hit the mummy. That's fine with me. All right. Uh, damage on that is twelve. Twelve damage. Um, As you are averting uh, your eyes from the creatures and you swirl around and hit it with your sword, knocking off some of its chunks of flesh from this sort of desiccated, frozen humanoid. Yeah. I gotta look at something real fast. Mm -hmm. Um... I'd assume it's an action. Yeah, okay. Never mind. I would what? have to. Well, maybe not. Is it an action to do the yield absorb my sword energy into it's me? It's action. 
That's a bonus action. Mm -hmm. That's what I was looking for on the thing. Yeah. Okay. Oh. oh. Never mind. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So for my bonus action, I will do that. Uh. Just uh. What you've seen Valken do a couple times before. Hold the sword out. It's wreathed and almost like a shadow. It looks like he stabs himself. The shadow disperses around him. He pulls out the sword again. And uh, eyes briefly flash red. And I have... The old sword friend is now giving me strength. You are under the effects of haste. And all yes. of the things that are associated with that. Alrighty. Ron... Are you going Never, to be averting you your eyes? Goddamn right. <laughs> I, I'm assuming I gotta make a con roll. Yes. So you will make a con roll. All right. That is a 18. All right. You are good for now. All right. Ron's going to run up to this guy up north. Mm-hmm. Bull swigging. And Ron's going to suck on this as he swings his mace in the face. You averting your eyes? No. Nope. Gotcha. Uh, 20 to hit? A 20 hits. Ron is going to level 2 smite. They are undead. Ooh, extra dammies. All right. It's just one extra d8 because undead, not based on spell level. Uh, I believe that's correct. Let's see, though. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's that's right. 1d8 if they're undead or a fiend. Okay. Oh, at least we got some thick numbers. Uh, 10, 16, 20, 7. Uh, uh, 37 damage. How much? 37 holy divine damage. Ooh wee. Okay. It is still up, but it is. You slam your mace into this thing and just you hear what's left of bones crunching and it sort of caves in on its side as it looks to you and you hear this sort of awful sound. Still up, but very, right. very hurt. Second attack. Uh, so 20 again. Mm-hmm. That hits. And because of uh, improved smite, my normal attacks give me a D8 of radiant damage. Perfect. That's fantastic. Uh, and that's 16 damage. 16 damage. It is barely hanging on. Oh, my God. To life. <laughs> okay. Uh, that is all then. Okay. Up next is this Bodak, and you were, you're not averting your eyes, you had mentioned. Correct. Uh, okay. It is going to spend its bonus action, um, activating an aura of some sort. Can I religion that? Um, sure. A nine. Doesn't look good. Cool. <laughs> Does not look good. 
Oh, that's a big aura. Holy moly. And uh, it is going to just try and attack you. It reaches out and just tries Wait, to slash you. Wait, is that a you. spell? No. Shit. It is not. Uh, ooh, 18, 23 to hit. Oh, yeah. You take three bludgeoning damage. Okay. And you also take 10 necrotic damage. Okay. That is its turn. Up next, you see another one of these creatures that's... shambling over this mummified from the cold. Uh, but it dashes to get over to you, Bryn. Uh, and this one will be doing the same over to Valken. And then in the distance, um, of which I believe Valken, you can see, um, but the oh. others can only yeah. hear. Um, There's more? You hear footsteps clattering people yelling speaking in a language i'm not for sure if any of you understand or not but i will check uh do any of you speak orcish nope orc? yeah you speak orc all right mm -hmm. so valken you look and you see um a group of four orcs coming through the pass that you went through to get here to this main gate um, wearing like some, some leather, some hide armor. Um, and there is one orc that is wearing, uh, robes, um, with arm wraps, uh, is bald headed with, uh, a sort of a chin strap beard. Um, and you hear orders being barked. Um, and then Bryn, um, you hear sort of the, the chatter is like, what's that noise? I don't know. We should check it out. All right, we'll move in. And then, um, as they run forward and you, you and they, uh, they stop and see what's going on. And you see the one that's sort of in the lead with the robe. So keep your distance. Don't get any closer. And they will all be joining next in initiative. All right, uh, next up is the Bodak. I believe the two of you uh, are averting your eyes and Ron, you are not, correct? Correct. Gotcha. Alrighty, Ron, make a constitution saving throw for me. You got it. Uh, 19. 19 got it okay you are good uh, it's going to use its bonus action to create an aura all right that hasn't really affected you all just yet and Bryn is going to Actually, no, I did that wrong. So it's been his action against Ron. I did that incorrectly. So Ron, you did succeed. But you'll yep. be taking some damage. 
Oh. Is it attacking him? Because I'd like to impose disadvantage. It was a con saving throw for this attack. Okay. Never mind then. Um, so... You take 12 necrotic damage. All right. They have an they have an attack that's similar to their ability that happens on your turn. So I mess up in my mind, but they spent their action doing that attack to you, Ron. Okay. <clears throat> Instead of double dipping there, which wouldn't be fair. Uh, up next, um, this orc is going to move forward, keeping their distance as their sort of person in charge here had told them. And they're going to um, use a bonus action, which they move 15, move 15 more. A minute. I recognize they use their bonus that action to move even closer here. <clears throat> and they are going to should be here. They're going to let loose a javelin at this mummy here that's attacking you, Valken, and they roll a natural one. So good job, bud. <laughs> you ran all that way. <laughs> um, Bryn, you are averting your eyes. Is that correct? Yes, I am averting my eyes. Very well. <clears throat> what would you like to do? There's one, the one to the, at the top's like only got a couple of health left, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I think I need to just attack it. Hurt. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. But let's see, you will take five necrotic damage. Actually, no, not yet. Me? So they have oh, okay. a lot of stuff I'm trying to figure out in my brain here, but yeah. go ahead. Can I use Dispel Magic on that? It is not the... a magical effect. Okay. Do I have to try to find out or you're just like, no, it's okay. I'm just letting you know. Okay. It did not. You're, you. you're a wizard. You did not see any sort of magic being casted. Gotcha. I'm going to cast. Would Sorry, be? I'm trying to figure out the range on this. 10 foot radius sphere. Could I get both of those badonks? Which ones? Badonkadonks. Can I get both of them in it? With fits of 10 radius? Who's them? <laughs> These guys. Um. Yeah, uh, no. They're spaced apart just enough to where you can't get them in that sphere without hitting yourself anyway. No, 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 no. I can hit myself. That's fine. Okay, yeah, then you if certainly can. I can get can. this guy too. Yeah, you can get all, you can get those two and you. No, actually, I want to get this one, this one, this one, this one, this one, this one. You, so you want to hit as many people as possible? Yes, I want to hit as many people as possible. I'm going to cast Wither and Bloom with my special Ten foot radius. Slot. You can get you, this one, this one. It, yeah, it depends on if you want to prioritize. It doesn't need to get me. It doesn't need to get me. Move it one to the left. It's a 60 foot casting range. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. So, so you hit. will miss the top one if you do it this way. I will? Mm-hmm. 
But it's a 10 foot radius. It's just depending on where you're. It's only showing a 15 foot. You see what I'm saying? Radius versus diameter. So this this circle should be. 10 feet from the middle out, right? Hmm. So. And you're saying if it was in the square, it wouldn't count? Correct, because it's not a full square. Uh, okay. Then that's fine. If I can get these two guys, that's all I care about. Like these two guys in Ron would be good. Sure. I think, yeah, you could do that. So we'll say we're getting weird here. I don't care enough about these radius. So sorry, it's really confusing. The radius is always hard. Um, mm -hmm. Anyways, Wither and Bloom. I'm going to cast this using a third level spell slot. Actually, instead of my. No, I'm going to use the elemental boon, so I don't know if I can cast it at a higher level. Can I? I think I learned all these, actually, so yeah, I think I so, can cast it. So I what do they need to do that you're casting boon. it on, and who's getting what? So we can move this along. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. It's just really complicated. The elemental mm -hmm. boon does not like D&D Beyond. So I'm going to cast it at third level, and I'm going to get everybody in it. So they're going to take 1d6 plus three D six necrotic. Oh, they don't take necrotic damage. God damn. All this for nothing. Fuck. My bad. Um, so really the sorry. creatures that are in this wither and bloom um, seem to shrug off any damage that you would be doing yeah. to them that's necrotic. But your allies it's okay. can... I'll heal, I'll heal one of my allies for... I thought I was being smart. Um, Dalkan will get to roll one of its unspent hit dice. Alright. Plus... four healing. Gotcha. Up next, this mummy is going to strike out at you, Valken. Uh-huh. Uh, 15, does that miss you? It does. Yeah, it uh, does. Make a wisdom saving throw. Plus three. Um, it was a hit dice plus what? Sorry, on the heal. Hit dice plus... Your con modifier. Well, your... Whatever you roll for hit points. D8. Right. I don't remember what she said. Just hit dice and something else. They're talking to you, Bryn. What your Wither and Bloom does for Valken. He missed it. Uh, he just gets to reroll a hit die and then you heal that plus four. Plus four. Okay, thank you. There you go. Okay. And I need a wisdom save. Mm hmm. A. Uh. Wisdom save. Uh, 15? I'm still by Ron. Uh huh. 15. Yeah, you are. Gotcha. Okay. Yep. You're, you were good. Uh, that is the, the mummy's turn. Up next is going to be this orc wearing the robes here.
they are going to move over to the side as well. Move one back here. Uh, and then they you sort of see them throw their arms out of their robe uh, and they're holding sort of a, um, a deck of like a card or, or something in their hand and they throw um, at this zombie or this mummy here at you uh, and you can see that it is thrown um, and as it hits this zombie sort of radiates some sort of uh, energy coming out of it. And the first one is a hit. And they are going to roll. They do 13 radiant damage against it. They will do a second attack. And they will miss the second attack. Um, you know enough about monks, Valken, that this orc is definitely some sort of monk. A Karn throwing guy? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and this orc is going to move, throwing a javelin at the same one that the other is. Attacking and is going to hit. It does four piercing damage. Valken, it is your turn. Okay. I'm still looking at my feet. So. All right. Good job. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know if I. even technically be aware that these orcs are helping me because I'm looking at the ground you heard <laughs> you heard things flying through the air and things happening and they didn't hit you so. right so there's somebody's here and I haven't been hit by whatever they're doing yet mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> but I know that there's two scary mummies next to me I can see their feet cease uh-huh you can definitely what? see their feetsies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Alcan stomps on their feet real hard. No. Uh. I think. Um. Could I? Shoot. How do I want to play this? You tell me. <laughs> uh, I'm going to bonus action. Step of the wind. Uh-huh. Uh, so I can disengage from these two dudes. And I would like to okay the, the guy in the cloak that's in front of Ron is he 
up under that archway or is he out in front is that like an archway there that he's standing it's an archway but they're far enough out to reach out uh, and grab ron here's what i would like to do while making sure i'm not looking at this thing's face mm -hmm. i would like to do monk stuff <laughs> and um go up this monk stuff up this like <laughs> archway uh-huh here and stand on a ledge up there yeah i don't know how high we can say that is or... it's like 10 to 15 feet high yeah so i'm gonna go like right here and we'll say like i'm up there mm -hmm. uh from this angle if i look at the cloak guy Am I, is it just its presence that is doing damage or do I have to see its actual face? It, for, for this, it's uh, if you can see their eyes. So I'm assuming up here, I'm looking down at them so I can't see their eyes, right? They're like looking at Ron. Okay. This one's a different story. I went over there. But I'm not looking at that one. Okay. I'm looking down at the one right below me. I'm going to then jump off and try to land on top of this thing and bring my sword down through its body and try to Go finish it. it off. Okay. I'm going to we'll say I leaped down and as I'm falling on top of him, I attack. Go for it. Okay. It's a natural 20. <laughs> Amazing. So basically, you see Valkyrie scurry up the archway and then, like, do a front flip and basically land with its sword uh, jamming down into this thing's head. Uh, damage on that is. Like. Eight. As you stab down into this creature and, and go through the cloak and through this like husk like carapace and just drive your sword into it you hear the that sort of haunting sound the ah stop and it just crumples beneath you killing this one yeah yes okay uh, i i did use step of the wind so i have like infinite movement basically right now <laughs> uh so oh uh, okay so, make so it i con saving throw con save mm -hmm. uh con save you still get plus Can three I... okay that's um a lot a um 21 total okay oh Yes, 21 total. Good. Do I take damage or something? No, or? you're good. Okay. And then I think for my second action, I'm going to slide back over here to the zombie boy mm -hmm. and start attacking it. <laughs> so you'd step of the wind, disengage, run up the wall, and then dive over, do a front flip, stab that one down, pull your sword out. And then walks back over to the mummy that you left sitting there wondering what the hell's going on. Yep. 
Perfect. Like, shit. Let's go. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so did it not move my guy? Yeah, I'll slide him down here. Right back to where I was, basically. Gotcha. And I'll take or not. There we go. And I'll attack the one that's not below me, but next to me. Uh huh. Go for it. Uh, thirteen. Uh, it hits. Oh yeah. Damage. Uh, ten. Ten Back damage. Down. Still standing, but looks quite upset. And technically, I'm hasted. Yes, you. I mean, not technically, you are. That's that's your sword giving you that power, so you have another attack. So I'm gonna attack that guy again. Um, nine plus nine damage is fifteen on that hit. Fifteen. Barely hanging on. This this mummified, frozen corpse is just barely shambling along at this point. Okay, that's uh, I'm. I think I'll be satisfied with that turn. All right. Um, Ron, are you averting your eyes? Oh. Nope. Uh, you take five necrotic damage, Falcon. And if I didn't tell you that earlier, for Bryn, you also take five for being in the aura. And Ron, make a con saving throw for me. All right. 20. 20. All right, you're good. All right. I'm just going to rip off that jaw. <laughs> Go to Smacktown. All right. It's 21. That hits. Ron's going to level two smite. 16. Two. Uh, 29 damage. 29 damage. Quite the blow on this creature. Indeed. As you hit so hard. If it had blood, it would be bloodied at this point. All right, Ron's going to swing again. Uh, an 18 hit. An 18 does hit. All right, Ron's going to smite again. <laughs> tired, of, tired of this aura stuff. All right. Uh, 27 damage again. Tell me how you destroy this undead creature. Uh, after the first hit of smiting it down uh, from the top up, uh, Ron's gonna swing back around and kind of reverse swing it under its jaw, uh, forcing its jaw to go through its skull. Perfect. And it takes the blow and falls backwards and then turns into just a heap of husk and uh and cloth ron turns the valkyrie ron's got you let's do it buddy anything else uh, that's it ron's gonna stay within both Bryn and valkan so they could get aura loving all right uh this orc uh is Not going to follow orders, and they're going to charge straight ahead. And they have a javelin in their hand, and you see them drop it and then pull a great axe. And you just hear, Rah! and they move forward. Uh, and they move forward at alarming speed. And in an instant, Bryn, they are next to you. 
Uh, and they're going to attack this creature. Um, they're going to hit. And they do 12 slashing damage. That will be their turn. Um, it is going to direct its attention back to this orc, this mummy. Um, and they are going to miss, and then they are going to make them do a saving throw. Uh, and they're going to fail. So as they charge forward, they are now frightened of said mummy. Uh, this one, um, over to you, Ron, is going to try and uh, say hello, but I don't think an 18 is going to hit you. Uh, make a wisdom saving throw for me. All right. Is it fear related? Uh, yeah, if you, uh, if you, if you're okay. So still make the roll for me. Okay. Uh, that would be, uh, 27. Okay, you're fine. There's something in this. If you fail extra bad, you're more than afraid. <laughs> ah, okay. So, all right. Uh, up next, uh, this orc is going to take in Q because one of them rushed in. So they're going to rush in and attack uh, this zombie. They're not a zombie. I keep saying zombie. They're they're mummy like things. And they're going to do 11 damage and they're going to destroy this one that was been pestering you, Valken. They use their movement to kind of rest of it to Sully up next to you. Bryn. Um, I'll just greet that orc that ran next to me. Uh, oh, hello in, in orcish. If you can see anything like this, friend. And then I will, um, after greeting him, turn around and smash this skeleton next to me. I'm going to just do a regular attack with my javelin or well, it doesn't do all product damage, so I'm going to use it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's probably going to miss eight and eight does miss. You need an 11 okay. for the mummies. And then I will. Do I have to hit to do my shove? Uh, you tell me. What's the feet say? I'm trying to find it. It's as long as you take the attack action on your turn. Okay, attack action. So I'm gonna try and shove that that thing. All right. Um, ten feet. No, I'll try to shove it prone. All right, what's your roll? Seven. Doing very good. Uh, it got a six. Oh, Ooh. <laughs> nice. I'll so take it. So it's prone. Yeah, and then I'm going to use my second attack to attack it again. Go for it. And that's lovely. Oh, it's with advantage because it's prone. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank God. Okay, that's a 19. <laughs> that definitely hits. I got a one and a 19. <laughs> And then that's going to take uh, four damage. Four damage. Got it. Anything else? That's my turn. Actually, no. I'm going to action surge. 
Go for it. And I'm going to stab it again. Okay. 17 plus to hit. Yep, in 11. Yeah, it's going to take four more damage. Gotcha. And then my second second Uh attack. Yeah, your second second attack. (laughs) (laughs) And that's going to be 20 to hit. Mm -hmm. 20. That'll do six damage. Actually, there's this fighter stuff. Yes. Mm -hmm. Indeed. Started out as a fighter. Yeah, so as you stab into this uh, mummy and you shove it prone and then you just keep stabbing over and over and over. Uh, up next, this orc stays at distance, um, but grabs uh, more cards. And as you can kind of get a closer look here, Valken, as they're being tossed at this uh, mummy, um, they're sharp edged, um, sort of almost bladed. And the first attack. Is seven. The next attack is going to miss. You're going to spend a key point. And hit two more times. Do 19 more damage. As these sort of bladed cards strike into the zombie leaving sort of radiant energy in their in their wounds um what they just did looked a lot like what you sort of channel in with your key to do a flurry of blows but they did it at a distance not something that you know how to do maybe something specific to their school where they're from uh uh-huh. up next this orc will rush in and going to hit. They're going to do 14 damage. Looking pretty hurt. Both of them are. Valken, it's your turn. Okay. Well, I will go ahead and attack the guy that's being attacked. So... That's uh, seven plus nine. Mm-hmm. Damage is fifteen. How do you destroy this mummy? E. Uh, after seeing the uh, other guys kind of beat it up pretty good, I just take a quick, precise uh, slash and just chop its head off. Gotcha. Give it one last final cut as its head begins to roll. And um. I think uh, see Bryn that orc kind of got mm-hmm. things handled over there that's all that's left Hawkins gonna he's gonna move um, and kind of put his back to the wall over here and just uh, we'll say Sword at the ready, um, and just kind of observe the rest of this mm-hmm. encounter. Okay. Very well. Ron. 
Alright. Clean house. I was gonna smack this mummy on the floor. Alright, mega hits. <laughs> mega hits. My. Yeah, I rolled 19. <laughs> uh what is this a 12 uh 17 damage 17 damage quite a hit on it not quite enough to take it out all right then ron's gonna rear back and swing again uh with a 16 to hit that definitely hits ron's going to level one smite for good measure mm-hmm seven 13 one uh, 24 damage how do you destroy the last remaining mummy? I Ron perfectly aligns the mace with where its whole entire face is and just concaves it in. Yeah, and doing so, um, leaving nothing left on the field except you, your group, and four orcs. Hello, greetings, I will say in Orcish. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you see the one with robes um, look at you and say, Oh, what is, what is that? And points behind you. Huh? No. Well, I look behind me? You all... It's a trick? ...see behind them... Um, what appears to be a a a creature that has glowing yellow eyes snakes or hair um begin to approach you from whence direction from the direction that he pointed um in the in the in the cavern Mm-hmm. Oh. And he yells, get down, mark. get down! Ron gets down? My back is towards that direction, so I duck. Yeah, Bryn? Can I, like, try to leap out of the way? Yeah, you, you leap out to the side, um, yeah. and then you sort of wait for the impending battle. And you wait. And you wait, and you wait, and then the orc approaches you all that's wearing the robes and goes, <laughs> I got you, oh, I got you. And you see him pick up a card that he had thrown on the ground as he pointed you in your direction to look the other way. And he sort of, um, he takes the cards and uh, shuffles them into his hand and then puts them into a pouch um, on his side. I'm just gonna in Orcish uh, be like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> um, and he's uh, sort of, you had us, you had us what, good. What just happened? Oi! It was uh, right, how you say is practical joke. Huh? It was a joke. That was a joke. Yeah, there's nothing was, behind us. It was a joke. The name's Zergash, and he holds out his hand. Orcish or common? He says it in common to you all. Okay, cool. Ron. Uh, greetings, friend. Hercules shakes. This one is Ron. Ron. I am Bryn. Bryn. 
Falcon. Falcon. Durgash Rook Zal Mavni. And points to the rest of the orcs that are with him. Durgash Zug Al Mavni? I'm not going to remember that. That's fine, I'll just call you pointy ears or L4. <laughs> pointy ears, it's pretty good. I mean, because your it's ears true. are slightly pointed too, my friend. Let's not get into semantics or anything. <laughs> what, uh. What the hell are you doing out here? Oh, gosh, we we're lucky you happened by. We were looking for a place to take some shelter during the evening, and so we knew there was a city up here, but we clearly are many years too late. Eh. Uh, we thought we'd rest just inside the entrance. Well, you're about, I would guess, two to three years too late. Oh, we came yeah, down here to right. see if anything was left, but uh, we used to trade with these group of dwarves. But uh, when I escorted one of the caravans down to our normal meeting spot, they never showed up. And then for every month afterward, they never showed up. So. For a while, we thought we'd leave them to their business. And then, uh, well, we finally came back to see what was left and see if we could salvage anything. And then I saw you here getting your ass kicked, so I thought I'd save you. Oh, many thanks. Yes, we were definitely getting our asses kicked. Uh, do you think there's more of these things inside? This is what... They're all dead? The whole city? Surely not. Uh, we haven't heard anything from the city in, in years. We were just sent to see if there was anything left, and, well, upon seeing that, I really don't want to go in. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think you can pretty much call it a done and head back. You come from, you said, Gordak. Right, I'm oh. from Gordak, Wait. from the uh, Silver Face. Fantas Fantastic. Wait. The what? The Silver Wait. Face. We spent how many hours tearing down this rubble? In the freezing cold, in the middle of the night. We're not even going to see what's inside? Well, and we almost be, died to crazy shit. Could be a whole entire city of undead, Falcon. Yeah, it's probably oh. more crazy shit. Hold on. Let me, let me offer you a deal. You can come stay in Gordak. We'll help you patch your wounds, and if you're crazy enough to come back, then that's your business. From Gordek. Right. Durgesh of the Silver Face. What does Silver Face mean? He looks at you like the Silver Face. I mean, he pulls that out a, a a gold a coin. Um, and you know it's a gold coin, but it's different regional currency here. There's no there's no reason they would have the same gold coins that the Empire used to have up here. Um, and you see in the gold coin, there's sort of a, um, a separate sort of silver face on the inside of it um, that is depicting um, sort of like a, a woman's face of some sort. Silver face, coin maiden, not familiar. Hey, oh, look, we're clearly know, uh... not from around here. Obviously. You know a man orc Zarlog Zar the Tusk, of course I know who he is. Yeah. He's a friend oh, of mine. Oh, actually. The tusk. 
friend of yours. Yeah, we, we were actually playing a card game. Uh, yeah, how did you back. see him? Oh, well, I'd be more than happy to escort you the way back. Okay. Yeah. Uh, sounds fine. Mind if we uh, rest? I would advise not resting here. Sure. We plug a uh, cavern back up. Uh, oh, okay. He I'd looks, be, and the like reason why it took so long hours. is this large rubble that you were pulling out of this thing is why it took so long. Be like eight hours of moving this stuff back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not moving it back. We're leaving. You're not going to convince Valken to do that. <laughs> not right now. Okay, okay. Well, wherever we can find a safe place to camp, I need a fire. Would be a smart idea. It's quite cold. It'll probably take a day and a half to get back to Gordex, so um, we can camp lakeside. Oh, so that's not bad. All right. We're and at your disposal. Sure. And they'll Guys, lead you what a do little you need us to do to the southeast, uh, to where the the lake goes into the river that washes into the Immerlon. Um and you can find a place to camp, uh, build a fire. They build quite a generous fire um, for the much needed warmth that they would uh, want for this sort of cold region. Um, but the night goes pretty well. Um, the rest of the night, anyway, it goes pretty well uneventful. I am um, going to uh, on a tune from the. I can find it. The ring of protection, mm-hmm. and instead attuned to the boots of Winterlands. That's the right ones, right? Mm-hmm. I assume I can do that overnight. Yes, you can. You most certainly can. Yeah, okay, so that's what I'll do. Alrighty. Yep. Yeah. Uh, anything you all would like to do or discuss before you get into the area of Gordak? Mm, nope. Um, as you're sort of traveling, um, Durgash explains to you, um, this is Lake Ragesh, um, named after the first chieftain we had in Gordak that created Gordek, um, up there. Um, and you sort of get closer and you see that there's a large sort of cliffside, um, and you see large spires of a sprawling city, uh, atop this, this plateau. And there's a large waterfall that comes off the side of it, large enough to not be frozen over. Um, and he points out the Mulder wash comes out of the, uh, Mulder Mountains down here washes into the lake and then down into the Emerlon River. And as he takes you closer, uh, about this day and a half trip, you get to the edge of um, the lake here and you see that it is hustling and bustling. There's barges, rafts, people fishing things out of said lake, um, whether it's whether it's fish or 
um, perhaps pearls, as you would know, as you've noted, the uh, black pearls are something that can be pulled out of here, as Zarlug had boasted to you um, on the card game, is how he made how he made his wealth. Um, and you make your way uh, towards the waterfall, and on the far side of it, there is a sort of lift system. Uh, and Durgash takes you up the lifts, and it's quite a ride, as this this cliff face is a hundred feet up, maybe? Uh, maybe more? Uh, as it's sort of the plateau that leads off into the uh, into Mount Muldor here. And when you get to the top of the lift, you can see that the architecture here is vastly different than what you are used to in any of um, in any of the other cities that you visited. Um, whereas they were sort of think like if it was empire related, they were more like um, Roman Empire, marble, those sort of things, columns. Um, you know, the Arcanist assemblage are more sort of that Gothic type um, architecture. This is very much different. Think Eastern European, uh, medieval and um, Renaissance type architecture. And as you are here, you see that buildings have many different um, domes, like onion domes. Um, as there are various different colored with various minerals, some some buildings have five, six, seven of these domes all over it. And you can see that um, in this region, they have built up almost as much as they have built out uh, as this sort of plateau here um, is really the only sort of tenable land to hold the city. Any farther north would be sort of a, a death wish if you were going to settle there. Um, but you go into the city proper and, and you note that there are hustling and bustling uh, of, of people uh, of, of all types. You see a few humans um, in this area, uh, but you also happen to see um, orcs, half orcs, bugbears, goblins, hobgoblins. There are tabaxis with gray and white fur um, and then the occasional goliath among them. Uh, as well, and then some tieflings here and there. Uh, but this is a very much a very diverse um, cityscape here. And there are uh, shops of, of various kinds of, of meats and, and food. Um, and there are just not as quite a large city as Falshir, Isgarth, or Emberholm, um, but it has definitely taken a lot of work to make a city this far north be as sustainable as it is and quite a, a marvel of achievement for civilization that's for sure and Durgash says you do you know if Zarlug is expecting you or should uh should we let him know or? I've not given him an advance notice and um I didn't really know how to reach him so but I'm sure if you mention that Brad Pitt is here. Oh, no. I uh, thought you were a Valken. It's a uh, Valken's an alias. I use when right. traveling. Oh, oh, that makes sense. Brad Pitt. All right. Uh, I will let him know. And he, um, he's like, I'll make sure everything's all right. Feel free to, um, take a look around. I'll be back. Could you maybe? 
point us in the direction of uh, a place where we can get food and shelter. Maybe. Oh, yeah, uh, of course, of course. Um, one moment, please. Uh, you can s- come in. We're here at what they call the cliffs. Um, outside of the sort of walls where the city is expanded, it's called the Spill. Um, Zarlug is an old town, um, but maybe in uh, the car, if you could find some food or some things of the sort on the eastern part. So he leads you in um, large sort of uh, walled structure with battlements along the side of it. Um, the cliffs seems to be where most of like the uh, military might be. Is it's an excellent vantage point um, to see if anyone's coming from any direction other than the north or the, or the east. Um, but you also notice that there is a separate sort of walled structure within the walled structure, like a citadel of sorts. Uh, and it's just a large sort of um, a singular tower um, that has walls on the outside of it. And they lead you in and he, and, um, he lets you know that he'll be back uh, as he hits as into Old Town. And you see you're in this area that he called the Carve. Um, a lot of, of just buildings. There are uh, animals, like farm area, like, you know, think of like farm to table, like butcher to table in this area. And you pass by uh, quite a few um, sort of strange um, plots here. Uh, you see a sort of older uh, goblin woman um, that starts to try and flag you all down. <clears throat> Hello, yes, come here. Come, 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 come. Um. Hello? Talking to us, sir. Yes, I'm talking to you. Uh, Greetings, ma'am. How may we be of assistance? How may I be of assistance to you? Oh. Oh, well, how may you be? I am Shaxas. And sort of bows. She an orc? She is a goblin. Goblin. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can do many wonderful things, but only for things that I need. What is it that you, you need? need? What do we? She, she points to like a, a, a pin, um, and you notice that this this pin, as you get closer to it, just reeks, smells mm-hmm. awful. Um, and you see, as she points over, um. There are separate pins, uh, one of which are small, like chicken-like creatures, but definitely not chickens at all. Um, you also see in another pin, there are sort of grazing um, in the area here. It, it looks like um, some sort of like beast of burden. Maybe, uh, let me try and get a better description of what you're looking at here. Um, it looks like for the players, like a, amalgamation of a buffalo, a dinosaur, and a warthog and a hippopotamus all put together. Mm. It's sort of got a, a uh, like shaggy, uh, like mottled brown fur, large tusks coming out from its head, um, cloven hoofs, uh, and then a long tail with a large bludgeoning, like, bone um, implement on the end of it. Uh, And then you see in another pin, uh, besides them are things that sort of look like wolves, but 
um, quite different. They're, they're large. Um, they sort of have a large hunched back and then rows and rows of sharp teeth. You all are more than welcome to make any sort of nature rolls if you'd like to discern what these creatures are. Hawkins just sure. like... Wrong out of It's uh, way too vagrant for me. Um, not vagrant. Fragrant for me. <laughs> I have a 14. Uh, what'd Ron get? Uh, three. A three? This oh, is sorry, weird thought... shit. Um, <laughs> Bryn, you would know um, that the little chicken-like creatures are cockatrice. Hmm. Are they not good chickens? Eaten? You know that you don't think that they're good for eating necessarily, um, but they're sort of infamous that they can turn flesh into stone. I do have a bunch of cockatrices. <clears throat> Isn't that dangerous? Um, you know that the wolf-like creature is a warg. Is that a warg? Um, the other thing, yeah, no fucking idea. <laughs> what the fuck even is that other thing? What are you trading here? I, uh, we don't well, need any of these things. Of course I do. No, we Have don't. My cockatrice, wogs, uh, cattle bleepers. A cattle bleepers? Cattle bleepers. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, we are not interested in any of these things. Wait. So we'll uh, wait. Be, oh, okay. Wait. I can yes. do things other people cannot. Like show us to the tavern and in. And change your appearance forever. Forever. No. Give you. Give you um abilities. Yes. Kind of abilities. Can I inside check? It, are sure. We, are we being like hustled or something? 100%. I was gonna keep an eye out for like pickpockets or something. Sure. Make a perception roll run and then you can be your inside Valken. Uh, right. uh, 18. You don't see anyone particularly slinking around like trying to, or that kind of has you marked or anything. And what was your talking? The smell is so strong right now, it's throwing my senses off. It's only a seven. I mean, this goblin woman is so excited to see you all and, and wants to do you a favor. That's the aspect I'm worried about. Is, uh, yes. is there a reason why you want to help us so badly? You're new here and you are potential customers. And I am proud of my craft. So you're looking for... I can make you grow claws or fangs. Horns. Oh. Can make you breathe under the waters. Swim Ooh, better. That's nice. And how oh, do you go about doing this? Could change how you look. Magic, sort of. Magic I use... or potion? No, sort I of? use I use cockatrice. Turn you to stone, then I shape stone, and then when you are no longer stone, you are changed. Oh no, no, thank you. Thank uh, hard pass. Uh, from DM to player, so you know what's happening here. Uh, this 
person is offering you the spell alter self one of those aspects permanently oh. they haven't discussed price yet but essentially um they could adapt to where you could breathe underwater and have a swim speed equal to your walking speed um, they could change your appearance if you would like under the uh, alter self uh, umbrella uh, or they could give you uh, natural weapons via uh, claws, fangs, spines, horns or anything else that you could think of um, and it will allow your unarmed strikes to be bludgeoning, piercing or slashing um, depending on what you choose and then um, your unarmed strikes become magic and you have a plus one bonus to attack and damage rolls with them. Mm. We have to like change the way we physically are. I'm going to pass. Bryn's not into that. Mm, what is the uh, price for change? What do you have? Mm, we have gems. Yeah, we have some gems. Ron? Yes? Do have her on. shouldn't be uh, so forthright about what we're carrying. Oh, no one would surely harm friends of Zardok. I'm not talking about harming, but uh, we could maybe be the target of thieves. Oh, oh. I'm a thief. Not talking about you, relax. Whoa. Yes, we what didn't say means about gems you uh is uh is trash don't take trash yeah these are the cheapest of the cheap you uh, uh, thanks for offer but we pass have wait, a nice wait, day. wait hey what sort of gems do you have uh, this one, fiery yellow one. Looks at it. Bites it to see if it's real. Hmm. I could take Jim, but this will change you forever. You will not be the same. Doing this, she'll take your Jim, um, but if you get a transformation you will lose one hit die we'll have one less hit die forever oh mm. breathing underwater sounds good you swim fast yes he likes fish a lot hmm no less fish you swim you faster just catch them. Fish. Yeah, catch them with your hands. Yes. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. No, thank you. You don't swim? I don't swim already. Would I have to have gills? Yes. Would they be on my neck or my torso? Where do you want them? Oh, interesting. Didn't realize it was an option. Are you going more for a Kevin Costner Waterworld vibe or like the deep vibe from the boys? I mean, that's that's what I'm that's what I'm debating. I'm not sure I want either of those vibes, but you know, butt gills. Oh my God. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. No, thank you. 
keep Jim. No, Jim. We trade here. Trade you. I Honey cake. Yeah, you want some free honey cake? Drops the gem. Yes, eat. Good. You usually in this area if we change mind? Yes. Good to know. We'll think about it. There's like a like a stone like a uh, hut that looks like a. You, you can tell it in some of these areas, like inside the walls, the buildings look much older. Like they had to retrofit and build up from things that already existed. Um, sort of like a, a, a stone like hut that where they built into this like little plot. And it's weird because it's not like you're out in farmlands. Like this may have been this person's like piece of land for who knows how long. And it's just like building, building, shop, shop, building, weird ass farm, building, shop, building house. I'll be here if you change your mind. What Easy, was her reaction when she bit into the honey cake? And she just like gulped it. More interested in trying to to get you all to to deal with her. But I get to like horns like a bull. Yes. Hmm. At one time I had those. It was pretty fun. But yeah. I don't think I want them all the time. But this forever. Just yeah, I'm not sure I'm into that. Horns. Eh. Oh. Eh. Okay, if we change mind, we come back. Yeah, we'll think about it. We'll think about it. We got to sleep mm. on it. Big decision, you know. Shaxes. Shaxes. Okay. Shaxes. Okay. It was uh, very nice to meet you. Very nice to meet you. As we leave, Ron's going to try to take note if anyone has these weird things that she yeah. describes. If anyone's yeah, how's her business her doing in these parts? <laughs> uh, I mean, make a just make a perception roll. 12 12 it, it, you're like oh horns and you look and and it's a, a tiefling um you are looking for like just various um indications there there's some like it's not gonna be like a, it's not, this process isn't gonna like kill you or anything like that um your regular run-of-the-mill person may not have the money or the need for it um, but for like an adventurer or someone along those lines, probably more in, in their market. It's like if you if you're a shopkeeper, or a farmer, like why the hell do you want to breathe underwater? That's a lot of money, and uh, and a potential loss of a hit die for a commoner, probably not a great idea. What are the what are the what are the limits on this? Like, could I potentially ask for like wings and have a fly speed? not wings it, it would have to uh fit under the altar self spell okay. i'll link that to y'all real quick okay so it's in, instead of an hour it will be forever okay so nothing like we got like cheetah legs so we could run faster no okay So you you wander around and you can find um, a place to eat if you would like while you're waiting um, for your friend to come back, Dragash. Hot stew. Yep. Something. There's definitely things like soup, stew, um, foods that are cooked warm uh, just for the climate up here. Um, a lot of like seared like fish 
uh, and the like. Yeah. A lot of like seafood in this area from that large lake uh, down below. So you can find like a uh, sort of like a, a seafood gumbo. Yes. Yeah, Ron will have that. And you can sort of go into like a, a tavern here. Uh, and there you can find, like mentioned earlier, bugbear, orcs, hobgoblins, some humans here and there, um, all just kind of sitting and eating. And for your food, it will cost you, but your adventures, you can afford it. <clears throat> if you were looking just for uh, some food uh, for and some drink here, it might cost you a, a silver all right, that's fair. Say, are there any folks in here looking like they're enjoying multiple drinks? Sure. Uh, I will order a large ale. Mm hmm And I will approach... Uh, some folks that look like they're also kind of in a few cups. Sure. You you rustle up to a, a table there, uh, and it looks like these are members of like the guard or the military. Um, you see a hobgoblin wearing a nice like half plate uh, armor. And you see a bugbear wearing like some leather armor with some short swords at their side. Uh, and then there's another orc um, who's got a, a sort of a, a large like mall uh, and they're all drinking and having a, a good time. Uh, yeah, I walk up and then. Uh, yo, uh, do you speak common? And they sort of look at you. And they look to the to the the hobgoblin and he goes I speak some I speak more well I'll try to keep this simple you see me and my companions are new to town right and uh I'm just curious what would you say to a, a bit of a game Depends on the kind of game. Maybe we uh, make bets on who can down the most ale. <laughs> Why would you do that and waste perfectly good ale? We're consuming the ale. I don't think that's a waste. I would think that your taste would be more discerning. It's meant Why to be sipped. Because he takes it and just sort of just sips it and like sort of savors it in his mouth. Is this ale like yeah. top shelf ale? Is that even a thing? It's nice ale. Uh, okay. What drink would you suggest for a contest like that? I'm not one for contests, but if you're looking for someone to drink you under the table, and he points to to the, the bugbear, Doog would be more than happy. Doog! He looks at you. 
I'm Dude. interested in taking some of your coin. How about a game? Just... Breaking game. Hello. And uh, the Hagawan starts to translate for him. Oh! <laughs> and then and then nods to you. Wait, the hobgoblin nods. The yeah, the bugbear. The hobgoblin's having to translate for you now. Oh, okay. Uh, as okay. as what he had explained is that the 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 bugbear and the and the orc might know some common, um, but not fluent. Uh, as there's really no reason for them to know that here, <laughs> because hmm. they're they are far far away from any civilization where common is the uh, accepted language or the main language. I figured. Uh. He, does he seem like he wants to take make some bets on a yeah certainly okay i say i'll put down you said these guys were like guards mm -hmm. if i was a thing i wish i was kind of like a thief so i could get a better read on how much money these guys would have uh, what do you say five gold to start and whoever drinks the most wins uh, and you see the hobgoblin going to look and then say you know translate to the bugbear uh, and their dialect sounds different than when Bryn was speaking orcish it's not orcish you think that they're speaking goblin to each other um and the bugbear looks kind of taken aback. They talk about it, uh, and then he finally agrees to it. Five gold's kind of a tall order, um, considering like I don't a wanna... skilled like a skilled hireling person makes about two gold per day. So you're asking about like half a week's wages for them. How about this then? I don't want to put anybody out. This is mostly for fun. So let's drop it down to two gold. Uh. Hobgoblin translates over to Doog and Doog looks upset and you see him like throwing his hands out and, and yelling and he goes He says five gold. That's yeah, you, he doesn't want you to insult him. So Not trying to insult. I'm sorry Shall we begin? I put the five gold on the table and then Doog just slammed it down on the table uh, and if this is probably this the first time that Valken has seen a bugbear I Probably. assume, or a hobgoblin for that matter. Yeah. yeah, this is all new. So, Doog is is sort of covered in like a an orangish sort of fur, um, and he's got like long pointed ears. He's got some sort of um, teeth, like fang, like teeth protruding from his mouth. Um, you notice that his arms are are extraordinarily long. Uh, he's got quite a reach on him. Um, so if you wanted to get tangled in, uh, in melee with them, it wouldn't probably be a good idea because they could hit you from further away than you could. Um, yeah, I'm going to try to avoid that. For a, for the hobgoblin, um, you notice that they sort of have, um, more of like a, a, a bright orange type of skin. He's got dark hair, like with a long sort of mutton chop type, um, sideburns that sort of fall down and then he's got his hair pulled up into um like a tight bun sort of flat noses for the both of them yeah um but what we'll do is if you want to have a drinking contest with a bugbear um 
I will have us roll um, some constitution uh, saving throws. Do I, and uh, what's that? I'm, I'm kind of uh, wanna. I don't know if my monk, what is the purity of body? Does that give me any kind of like advantage on these rolls? You mean for like your, um, like for poisoning and stuff? Yeah, since I'm like immune, so it would take a lot of alcohol to. Sure, I'll say that for in this case, you can have advantage on okay. your on your con saving throws. Okay. And then let's just do um. We'll do three of them, and then whoever gets uh, whoever has the highest two out of three will win. So the first one, um, Duke's off to a good start. He got an eighteen. Just who rolls the highest? Mm-hmm. We'll do we'll do best two out of three. Okay. Well, I also rolled an 18, but if it's a save, mm -hmm. oh, then that's a dirty 20 then. Okay, then. And then number two. <laughs> Thank God. Um, why can't I roll this high all the time when it's, when <laughs> it's not drinking games? Do roll the natural 20 oh, wow. <laughs> for, a, okay. for a 21 total. Uh, yeah, well, I got an 18 that time, so. All right, last roll is going to count for it. Uh, dude got a 17. Oh, yeah. This guy's a beast. Good, good rolls when we're having <laughs> drinking games. Good, but not good enough because I got 22. Very nice. So you were, you were both sort of slamming, uh, these, these drinks, uh, back and forth and, um, Duke thinks he's gotcha, um, and then gets a little arrogant on the last one, um, as you out drink him on the last one narrowly, sort of beating him as he thinks he's got it covered and, and is being a little lazy about it. Uh, and you win a five gold from Duke, and a little respect. I, he sort of nods over to you like, "All right, Elf." I I raise my glass to him. I I take his five. And then I flag the bartender mm -hmm. and say, I want to pay for a round for the whole table. Yeah. You gain some respect from not only Duke, but the uh, orc as well as the hobgoblin there. It was fun, friends. Thank you for uh, having a great time uh, welcoming some new people here. Uh, you can call me Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Uh, you've met Duke. I'm Rook. And then this is Gove. Nice to meet you all. Uh, that over there, the tall blue one, that's Ron. And uh, the tall human, that's Bryn. And the small human, or the small one, is uh, Vin. I see. Well, all are welcome in Gordek. For those that can stand the weather. <laughs> yep, it was uh, a time getting here. So, we do odd jobs every now and then. If we were looking for work in this town, what would you recommend? Depends on the sort of work you're looking for. Huh. Join the guard, pays well. Uh, 
We are uh, professional adventurers. Well, we um, caravans for trade go out. Caravan guards can be lucrative, although the Silver Face has the rights of refusal for any caravans leaving the city, so they are de facto the guards for caravans. Hmm. Are there any, uh, maybe scholarly types in the city that do, uh, I don't know, treasure hunting, uh, some kind? Um, when... Not that I can think of treasure, perhaps. Um, occasionally, uh, Tusk's folk will pull things out of the uh, lake. And they have, of course, the rights to it. Anything they pull out of there, so... They've made quite a bit of coin off of things there. How does one... How does the Godek trade? Well, for quite some time we were trading with the dwarves. They were quite lucrative trading partners, and uh, the past few years have been a little tougher um, as we're trying to... Well, as far as I have heard, trying to build up trade enough to trade further south. Oh, what is south of here? A uh, small village, Arimor, Aramari. Um, I heard that they're sort of the way here. I've heard of others further south, but we've... Most of what we've done with the dwarves, but... That's helped us get ahead quite a bit. What happened to the dwarves? We heard the uh, trade stopped years ago. I wish I knew. We make things a lot easier around here. But... Well, a word of warning about Aramore. It is ruled by a shrewd businessman. Oh, All kind of people. Next... Uh, yeah, if you like paying way more than you have to. <laughs> you don't know... The tusk very well then. I'll give you that. Well, uh, thank you for the drinks. We'll be finishing ours and then heading back. Appreciate meeting you all. Likewise. They go back to their drinks and their conversations, and about that time, you see uh, Durgash outside, sort of looking to see where he left you all. I'll approach him. Oh, apologies, I was, didn't know which sort of place you'd gone into or where you were. Um, Zarlug is very pleased to see Mr. Pitt, um, and he will grant you an audience right away. Oh, that's, that's great. Bit, yeah, great news. If you will follow me, I can take you straight to him. Very good. All right. Uh, and you make your way through the city uh, out of what they called the carve and into old town um you get a better look at this sort of tower that has the walls around it um and it just sort of pierces into the sky made of some um very old looking stones uh but you go past that into a larger building uh with more of these onion domes and, there, and this is the one that has like seven one large one every small sort of tower has these onion domes on either side um, and they're made of what appears to be like a, a marble with maybe some sort of a black slate or obsidian making swirls. 
uh, other precious metals that are creating these various colors uh, as they're sort of swirling about. Um, and he leads you right in to this large sort of um, building. And um, you go inside and you find like a large um, waiting area in here. Uh, and Durgash says, they're here for the tusk. And you see a um, an orc or a half-orc woman say, very well, um, please this way. And right. leads you up to a flight of stairs. And you go up about three or four flights. Um, and in this floor, there's just uh, a sort of a, a doorway, a double doorway. And she opens them and then says, um, right this way, he'll be expecting you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And uh, she closes the door behind you and sort of bows and then leaves you all to your business. Um, and then you see behind and think of like the most Austin, like if you had fuck you money, the <laughs> most ostentatious <laughs> office and desk that you could possibly imagine. This room, his office is 50 feet long, 30 feet wide, marble floor, You've got pillars going on either sides of them, large windows. He's got plants inside. And this room is heated in some way because if those windows were open, those plants would probably freeze over. Um, his desk has inlays of gold inside Whoa. of stone. Are we talking uh, like par- are we talking like Palace of Versailles level of just oh yeah. decadence? Yes. Decadence to the extreme just because he can. <laughs> like when you walk in, there is no question that who this person is and what what sort of wealth they have. So the exact opposite of the goblin lady's workspace we were in yes. just earlier. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. And you see from behind uh, the desk, your old card buddy, uh, Zarlug Tusk. Um, sort of stands up. He's wearing um, a very nice, like, um, tunic um, with some um, trousers and a large, like, robe. Not like a night robe, but more like a, I have a, a fancy robe because I can, the made of the finest down. silks and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, he sort of stands up. He goes, oh, <laughs> Brad, I told you to come see me and you come see me. What can Zarlog do for you? <laughs> well, you, you know you spoke so highly of this place from the table. This is great, isn't it? <laughs> I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Your sense of style is... Uh, immaculate. Uh, immaculate and unique, I believe. Yes. Uh, I think uh, you got more going on here than even the emperor down south. <laughs> Emperor thinks he's rich. Zalog rich. I can agree to that. You have to forgive me for being in this sort of shabby traveling attire. I like to keep a low profile on the road. I wasn't going to say anything, but you could do better. Well, you know, you got to keep a little air of, of mystery when you're traveling. Don't want to. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not as uh, magnanimous as you are, so... Obviously. But, uh, I mean, you should be. You win card game and have money. That is very true. That was 
That set me back, Brad. I won't forget this. Well, hey, at least we have a new friendship to come from it, huh? That is Gotta true. Gotta be something. Not money, but you know. So what can Zarlok well, do for you? Welcome to Gordek, my home. Uh, thank you. I feel very welcome. These are my two uh, bodyguards. Three bodyguards, sorry. I remember. Yep. Greetings. We all sort of do like a bow. Bow house together. Yeah, we had very nice bath together. Uh, I don't remember you, tall lady. I'm sorry. I was keeping watch elsewhere. No worries. No worries at all. Ah, you are hired help, I see. <laughs> mm. Great help, as a matter of fact. Mm -hmm. I trust them immensely. Um, trust no one, Brad. Maybe little, but that's it. Fair enough. And he points to you, and he's got rings on every finger. Yeah. Jewels, yeah. gold, platinum. So. I hear you are the master of trade. That is true. Well. I have run across an item that I believe... Uh was found around these parts and decided you might have more information on I don't know where it might have come from or who may have had it last but uh, mm. do you mind if we make ourselves at home please I will uh, I, I'm assuming he has like leather sofas and whatnot <laughs> uh, yeah I mean the most expensive and finest of furniture and it's it's covered in furs to make sure that you stay warm like this yep. Zarlug Tusk is he's got the money for it well uh, before I get into that matter on our way here we noticed the what was that uh, brawn yes. what, was the, what was the name of the dwarven city Oh, the Dwarven city is called Gol uh, Maldur. He sort of looks like a frown. Um, I was led to believe this was some uh, Dwarven kingdom, but it doesn't seem like there was uh, anything there. That is the problem. There used to be things there, and they used to make me a lot of money trading, but then they never show up. They break contract, and it makes us all look very angry. But that's fine. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Well, I we... send people there to see what they're doing. I don't hear back from them. It's like bad relationship. Not how you do business. It's a bad relationship when they're all dead, I suppose, yeah. What do you mean they're dead? Well, they're all dead. That's not a known fact. Hold but... on, Brad. Hired help, tall woman. Yes, what do you mean? Bryn? You could uh, use my name. Bryn, what do you mm. mean all dead? Well, we stopped there on the way here because we thought to uh, stay there for a night. Uh, outcome, bunch of Out undead of things. Of course. Yeah, we just thought we'd stop by. A uh, bunch of undead things came out and uh, we had to defend the bread here from all of the undeads. It's true. Yes. And, uh, they handled them swiftly. 
Drugesh. That said, we didn't actually enter the place, so we don't know for sure if anyone's alive in there or not. Might as well be dead if they're still in there. So what I'm saying. Uh, it doesn't look good. Hmm. That's actually where we met your men. Uh, by the way. Uh, what was what the you... name again? Oh, Durgash! Not ah, technically yes. my men, part of the Silver Face, and they are to God caravans. I just hire them to do a small job for me. Hmm. Either way, uh, quite unfortunate. I was hoping to, to maybe meet some of the wealthy dwarven folk. To be introduced uh, myself. So what? What do you want from me first? What does you want from Zarleg? Perhaps we could have some sort of arrangement or agreement. Well, I find myself collecting uh, artifacts, things of value from the past, and I came across a weapon that uh, I was led to believe was fished out of the lake over there. Mm. But I have very limited information on it, and I was wondering if maybe somebody in your city, maybe a scholarly type, might be able to give me more information. If there's anybody who's an expert on this lake or the area around here. I tell you what. I find someone that can tell you where your blade comes from. If you help Zarlug. Zarlug sent shipment to dwarves. Dwarves never respond. Zarlug wants shipment back. How long ago was this? Two years! You want me to find something from two years ago? At least see if it's still there. Let me... Losing shipment, losing card game back to back, not good for Zarlog. Zarlog's fine, but could be better. Uh, is he fine? I want to do an insight. Dirty <laughs> <laughs> uh, 20. What is, uh, real quick, what does he think of Brad at this point? Does he assume I'm like a really rich guy that likes to do, that likes to go out and like, himself in danger or something is that why he's asking me you you have like hired help of like a, a super strong woman you've got this furball guy who is your guard you come in wearing like um like road clothes you have a sword uh he thinks that you're like typical adventurer um who just happens to be rich and is funding his adventures Okay. You're you're like a you're like a, a fucking uh, old dude who pays to go do like daring things and and has hired help with you to oh, him. Yeah, <laughs> like those dudes who pay like tens Gone of thousands or whatever hunting yeah. in Africa. Yeah, <laughs> and don't do any of the work. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I find the prospect of. Delving into that dwarven city, intriguing. It, mm -hmm. What sort of terms are we talking here? If I was to find this shipment for you, I'm, I'm assuming you would want my help to bring it back. Yes. 
You bring back Zarlug's shipment. Zarlug tells you about your, 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 your blade, your sword. Uh, He's gonna insight to see if he actually knows anything about it. Go for it. Yeah. Uh, assuming I'm talking about the sword on my hip, I just said a weapon, didn't I? Or, yeah, you just said a weapon. You didn't say a sword. Well, Ron evaporated. Uh, well, uh, excuse me for speaking out of turn, Mr. Pitt, but I have a question. If but we were to know. go in there and get all your goods, can we keep anything else we find that isn't claimed? If you bring back all of Zarlug's shipments, you can have whatever you want. Hmm. What was your insight? Ron spaced out and was thinking. But <laughs> <laughs> was thinking real hard. <laughs> 17. 17? You... He definitely knows something because his eyes caught Valken's sword and on his on his hip okay. wearing it. So he knows mm. something specific. Mm. Well, Ron, Rin. We were interested in that place already, right? Are you, are you sure you want to go there, Mr. Pitt? It's full of undead. I'm aware of the danger, but uh, that's why I have you, right? Ah. That is as it would seem. You've proven yourselves to this point. I think I'm in good hands. Right, you are, boss. I'm always up for a little adventure, so uh, if you have a suitable knowledge on my item, then why not? Perhaps you have a man you can send with us, someone who is more knowledgeable of area to help us get there and back quickly. We've never been in there. No, I mean, you, just to the place to to. We had a guide came, to get here. You came from place. Yes, we had a guide. You yes. know how to get to place. Very good. Uh, but did your people, did you not trade with them in the past? We did met it? a neutral location. Uh-huh. I see. You want us to go in there in that way if there is some trouble or they're okay and they just don't want to give your things back. It's not like you just marched in there. These unknown weirdos from out of town marched in there. Exactly. Plausible gotcha. deniability. Gotcha. I understand now. This is making more sense. Still feels like we're taking all of the risk and all we're getting is a little bit of factual tidbits about the historical artifact. I mean, uh, hey, you come all the way to Gordek to ask Zarlug questions about weapon and Zarlug will do that for little favor. Little favor. It must be very important to you. Otherwise, why you come all the way to Gordek? And how will we know what is shipment to bring back? I would leave shipment in large container and it will have a picture of Tusk on side. I'll show you one moment. And he sort of gets some papers and you see a stamp like on some paperwork that is like of, of two tusks. Think of like a um, like a tusk coming out of like his mouth, essentially. Okay. Well, what about if they've uncrated it and dispersed with it? Then you find a shitload of black pearls. Black pearls. Got it. How much is a, a shitload exactly? How much can you carry? 
Oh, actually, with my magic, probably quite a bit. There you go. Okay. How about this? As much as maybe, we can uh, do you have any piece of burden and maybe a cart that we could use to transport? I could arrange. I, I think could arrange. Be, I think that would be helpful. Very well. I will do this for you. I shall give you a wagon and cattle bleepers. I'm putting myself uh, at great one risk of the for you here. Fantastic. What did Valken say? Said I. I'm putting myself at great risk for you here, my friend. And you are helping out your friend, and I will give you all information that you want. You will not be well, disappointed, I promise. I hope not. Alright, first we go to Magnus to clear a little expedition, and then where you can go. Sure. And... This seems like a, a place you're proud of, perhaps a, a tour of this fine place. Oh, yes, actually, I am very into the architecture, and I am quite fascinated by the indoor structures of these domes. He's working to pay for school. Oh, he's he's student. Mm-hmm. Yep, he'll it's give you a tour. A philanthropist, so. Hmm. Very generous, very kind, very supportive of my studies, yes. Do not be too loose with your money, Brad. No, I have plenty of it. <laughs> of course you do. Some of it's mine now. <laughs> well, lead the way. He'll give you a tour, and it's just like a palace. Hmm. It's like rooms that there's just like places to sit, like office places. He has a staff. Um, Picturing like very Russian vibes, like yeah, Russian just, palace. Okay. Yeah, like Eastern, like definitely Eastern European yeah. medieval Renaissance cool. type area. It's got like um, random taxidermied creatures and places. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm but he also mentioned inlaid with something precious too. Mm-hmm. And you know, he mentioned offhand that he had to get it cleared by Magnus. Yeah. Do we know that name? Mm-mm. So he gives you a tour. All right, now we go. We go. It's a small, very small thing. And this gentleman is uh, who exactly? Magnus. He he runs Gordek. He is he is chieftain of Gordek. Okay. I just assumed that the plot thickens. Maybe uh, you run the place. He sounds like does run the place, but he doesn't run the place. You know what that means? (laughs) Makes sense. All right, we go, we go. And he um, leads you out into into Old Town. And as he leaves um, and walks out, there are carts, like a, a wagon waiting for you all being pulled by wargs as he's not going to walk uh, across this place. So he gets in and beckons you all in in sort of a closed um, like wagon carriage situation. And you go um, maybe five blocks (laughs) down the road. (laughs) Um, And you get towards that walled in area with the large tower. 
Um, it's like, all right, we are here. Um, let me do the talking, all right? Speak only when spoken to. It'll be fine. Welcome to Ice Watch. Any mannerisms? Uh, do we need to bow? No, no. Special Just greeting. do what I do. Okay. And as you sort of walk in um, this walled structure, um, you can see that this tower, uh, it almost has just like, you weren't sure if it was like a precious stone, but it has a sheen of like ice on the side of the stone here. And you make your way in and you notice that the ceiling is vaulted 25, 30 feet tall. And as you walk in, you see people coming in and out, attendants, writing things, uh, talking amongst themselves. Uh, and you see on uh, the far end is a large, you don't know if it's just a chair, if it's a throne, um, it is gigantic. And they're seated, um, sort of leaning back uh, to one side, um, idly listening to an attendant or a servant or an advisor uh, is a frost giant. Oh. And you are being introduced to the frost giant known as Magnus Helmgrim. And at his side is a blue, ranging from light to dark blue, um, reptilian amphibian type creature uh, at his side and you can see that sort of has a a, a narrow head um, three pairs of legs a long tail um, and sort of a, um, a smashed snout with rows of large teeth. Huh. You can make a nature roll if you'd like to see what this is. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, big no. Uh, dirty 20. 17. This is a frost salamander. Ooh. Uh, very dangerous elemental creatures, but on rare oh. occasions, frost giants will tame these creatures to be their um, pets, Puppies? companions, essentially. So this guy's strong. He's a frost giant. Oh. You do the math. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can see as he's frost? seated there, um, his skin is a pale blue uh, and his hair is stark white. Um, and a long, stark, white, braided beard. And as you approach to speak to Magnus Helmgrim, that is where we will end Ah. our episode this evening. (laughs) Thank you all so much for watching. Um, thank you all so much for those of you that came over from the raid. Much appreciated. Those of you that follow us, uh, thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, if you would like to check out our socials, we also have YouTube with extra cool little videos. Um, you can also check out our website, cashesandcantrips.com, which has links to our Patreon, our YouTube, all our TikTok, all our short form videos and such, as well as our merch. Um, so definitely go check that out. 
Um, we also have podcasts as well. So thank you all so much for watching. We'll get into some shout outs to these wonderful creators can tell you what their life is about. All of it. First up, Moves Like Jagger from GG and oh. Crew. Uh, I'm going to do what Vin does. <laughs> Mac does. Hi, uh, I'm Moobs from the GGN crew. I also work at Obsidian Entertainment. And uh, we play video games and stuff. We got dudes. Uh, also, tomorrow night, 9 p.m. to midnight uh, Pacific time, uh, I'm going to be raising money for Extra Life and playing some Chivalry 2. So you should head on over to this way. Yeah, this way. No, this way. Yeah, those guys. These things. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> those things in the chat. Uh, also, um, up next is going to be Virtual Spectre. Uh, yeah, that's me. I, you can uh, call me Virtual Spectre or just VS. I stream here on Twitch as well and uh, just finished Ghostwire Tokyo and I'm starting Yakuza 0. I've never played any of the Yakuza games before, but it's already a trip and I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So if you're interested in that, uh, check out my channel, follow and do all that cool stuff. Last but not least, Bunny Dreadful. Hi, uh, I'm an art streamer and I'm actually streaming to this channel right here. Uh, I do all of the character art and the overlay art for this channel. Um, did some of the art that's now on our Patreon. If you want to see some more stuff, you can access it if you become a patron. And we'll be working on some more character art on Tuesday. We did a raffle, uh, raffle, we did a giveaway. Um, and so I'm going to be drawing uh, a viewer's character on Tuesday. So if you want to see that, see a character created from nothing and made into a full finished piece of art coming out see you tuesday all right i'm max this is caches and cantrips uh one important thing though is with our patreon if you are the platinum level subscriber you get to make an npc that will appear in my world and uh, you all had met duragash who was amaro's npc i know you because also yeah I did, I did that art you drew for, that art yeah that was a giveaway art i think i don't uh -huh. remember i just remember it. that was art that i did for amaro can i yeah, ask what type you... of monkey is he's uh i don't remember now it's so, in my notes somewhere <laughs> this art thing was cool <laughs> yeah uh and then also shiaxis was village idiot was oh, her mm -hmm. npc idea from mm -hmm. her as um it's another one that she had gotten um and i what we'll do now is we'll make a quick poll that i forgot yeah, chat to wants do. us to have inspiration um, they know we need it <laughs> and know we'll how this it. poll works at the end of each episode is we'll have a few minutes and you can vote on who the mvp was and then who you gets whoever gets the top vote will earn an inspiration uh for the next adventure which is going to be next week uh, next friday 6 p.m uh pacific time so thank you all so much for supporting us for following us for watching we also a stream right to YouTube as well. We're working on getting our um, subscriber count and our watch hours up to get monetized over there. So if you have some time, go check out YouTube. Um, we have the live streams as well as some really funny shorts. And we're also doing an after the show episode now that's only YouTube recordings called uh, Out of Combat. I will say the first one we did was fantastic. Uh, yeah, so you should go check awesome. that one out for sure. Um, but definitely check out what we have to offer. And, uh, I will say thank you all so much uh, for watching. I know I put some time on the clock, probably a little too much for the poll, 
Um, but I'm just going to make the executive DM decision and say that it's over now on Valken. You gain the inspiration. <laughs> Probably because Valken jump was used today and you jumped Valken on a creature. Jump. And as you do, every time that you leap I onto did. a creature, you end up killing it. So there you go, bud. <laughs> but anyway, we'll be back uh, on Tuesday. It'll be 7 p.m. for another art stream from Bunny Dreadful. And then after that, we'll be back next Friday. Uh, for the next live stream. So come check us out here on YouTube and everywhere else you can find caches and cantrips, and we will see you all next time. Uh, bye, everybody. Bye. See ya.